Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. I'm Joey, and he's Steve, and we're exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers that evangelize it. Great intro, Steve. Now we're taking ourselves out of ooh, alien. We've landed there. on planet Earth. We've landed. <laughs> oh, gibbity, gibbity. Uh Yeah, welcome everyone to probing ancient aliens. Yeah, my name's Joey. I'm Steve. And uh, yeah, we're just a couple of bozos that love this show. We love ancient aliens. On Fell in love with Channel. the cast and crew. Yes, and very much. Yeah, we've been talking about it for years, and uh, we love the researchers and the experts. We love. How passionate they are! We love their interesting quirks. They become this cast of characters yeah. in our life. Yeah. That they are the show, but they become the show. Yeah, I mean, like exactly. Yeah. yeah, and as much as people purely like like to make fun of them or whatever, at the same time, I love part of uh, the biggest part of why I love the show is part of what we'll be, we'll be exploring on this show as we're probing into this subject. Is sure we are skeptical about some of this stuff, yeah. but the show constantly brings up. Stuff that at least hasn't been answered by mainstream archaeologists or scientists yet. Right? There's some open-ended shit, right? Uh, and and yeah, like the point of the show is just it's it's fun. We're not right. We're gonna poke holes and stuff. We're gonna let some stuff slide. Right. We're just gonna be open uh, to the experience. Right. Uh, we've watched a lot. We've never like watched it in sequence, right. so that should be pretty fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just watch how these different yeah. hosts or guests or experts, the researchers, researchers, experts, yeah, yeah. Um, Come in and develop and yeah. become their own character on our show, and and yeah. again, we're also we're open to at least saying, hey, nobody's figured this shit out yet, like yeah. X, Y, and Z part out that they're introducing. So, you know, nobody's disproven it yet. Or sometimes, as we'll get into in this episode, there's been certain parts of something introduced as impossible unless ancient aliens helped or something. But it's only part of the process that's been right. disproven, maybe, when it's like you're still yeah. like, how did the rest of this work? How did these giant blocks get up there? Okay, you, right. you figured out that uh, they wet. There's, there was old hieroglyphs where they showed guys wetting the sand in front of the big sleds that moved the giant mega blocks. Mm -hmm. But that's only one part of the process. They still had to lift them up and build the pyramid like that. You right. Know? And um, what year was this first episode? This was in 2010. 2010, the, the, we're in 2017 right the, now. So yes. seven years later, there's right. been a lot of already critiques of what the people yes. have said and been publicized. Yes. So That is the official term, is already critiques. It's when something yeah. in the past has been disproven yeah. or proven otherwise. Yeah. By well, and it's uh, how Artie Lang critiques. Yes, Artie critiques. Artie critiques, yep. Uh, ACs, as we call them, or AC mm -hmm. slingers. Yeah, know. and he'll wrestle you down to the ground, yeah. call you a big nerd, yeah. kick you in the nuts, right. and walk away. Because he's an old school Jersey boy. Yep, he finishes on your face yep. while not finishing you. Oh, yeah. Probably the last time Artie Lang will be mentioned on this show, but uh, <laughs> stay tuned. Well, we don't like to talk about him or how he tried to kill himself. That's you know, we true. We have the uh, Howard Claws on this as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have big connection with the Howard Stern yeah. show. Has <laughs> given us uh, non-disclosure agreements for uh, Artie's attempted suicide. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, to, to introduce this to the uninitiated, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you already watch Ancient Aliens or have at least seen... The great Georgios Tsoukalos, I think I pronounced yeah, that right. Yeah, that's the most iconic The meme, figure. yeah, the meme that's been on every chan, on every forum, everywhere on the internet of right. aliens, and he's got his hands up in yeah, front of him and or whatever. it could be whatever, right. and he's goofy because he has weird fucking hair, right. and he's kind of balding, right. and he's super tan, and he's right. Greek? 
Yes, he's a Greek guy. Yeah. And uh, is ugh. and that's the thing too. As much as 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 weird as he is, we love interesting, quirky people. Yeah, we're we weirdos. get obsessed. Yeah, yeah, we're weirdos ourselves. And I would fucking love to have drinks with this guy and talk to him. And you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. he'd probably yeah. be an interest. Like one one of the more interesting <laughs> people to talk to in the world, yeah. as well as a lot of these researchers. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So we're big we're big nerds for this stuff. We love figuring stuff out. Steve again mentioned it on another podcast we have, but he has a debilitating. Well, not debilitating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he uh, he has a very large phobia of not phobia. I would say a rooted fear. Like if if someone said what scares you, right. I would say aliens would be something that scare me the most. Not aliens, yeah, but because that can be fun. Yeah, but, that's, uh, uh, when they lean in on in, your butthole or an invader into yeah, that space area. invader, right? Yeah. <laughs> Invading your space. Yeah, that's my space, my inner hole, space, my me, starring yeah. Martin Short. My gusty winds. And whatever that guy's name is. Dennis yeah. Quaid. Yeah. Uh, Quaid. But yeah, so this episode is episode one. Now, there was a kind of a prequel documentary right. in 2009. Kind of the uh, true life MTV series when they went to Jersey Shore and then later sparked a show. Right. Jersey Shore. Yes, exactly. So there were, yeah, some prequilly, yeah. uh, nightquilly, uh-huh. um, Yeah style episodes yep. or things specials right that then led to introducing you to that series. world of the yeah. grand concepts uh get a little flavor yeah little taints. this episode one is called the evidence so this is this is the one that kicks it off this is introducing all the big concepts that the rest of the series i think they're on season 10 now at this something point, ridiculous um i the rest of the series will each episode goes into a little more detail it or little combinations of these grand concepts here um so yeah the first episode, there's a lot of people, a lot of researchers that never really appear again. And, you know, that's always seems to be the way it is with pilots. You get like, it's like, you know, cast There's changes, chunk, things yeah. like that, whatever. Certain deals happen. Or you, some of these examples are probably one and done, too. You just get special guests or whatever. Yeah, so, some guys were allergic to NyQuil. Right, exactly. Yeah. DayQuil, prequel. Yeah. Pre-com. Um, but yeah, so, so the first segment that we go into in episode one, The Evidence, is... Ancient Egypt. Yeah. Uh, we start Egypt's off at big time. Yes, Egypt big is a huge piece yeah. of this. The big, you know, the the, the you think they're going to start off with the pyramids, but we're not. We're no. starting off in King Joser's pyramid. Now I've been called King Joser before. Okay, I'm Joey. Been worshipped that right. huge old hongus. Oh yeah, bow down, <laughs> worship oh, it. How did ancient people Caress lift this thing balls. up to his yeah. pelvis? I don't know. How did this person not finish every time they were with him? I don't know, <laughs> but it happened. <laughs> not everyone, and a he's finisher. not as much of a man. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Can't find love. Yeah, uh, King Joseph's Pyramid um, and Saqqara, City of the Dead. Um, now, the whole point of this segment is this small bird model, yeah. which was later translated. There was there was markings or whatever with it that said, uh, "I want to fly" underneath it. Mm-hmm. So they got a couple like German. Uh, like an arrow yeah, engineer. The, the men on this episode, or at least the segment, yeah. extremely lispy. Lispy. Very with yes. the th- th- yes. the best. And I've never yeah. seen a shape like this before. <laughs> Classic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we start off with Dr. Uwe, Uwe Appel. Your notes are good. I left my notes in a little pad at work. It's fine. No, it's fine. I'll, I'll carry this episode yeah, like yeah, I carry everything will. else okay, in a relationship. Sorry. Okay, yeah, uh, I carry that big load for you. That's true. Yeah, that kind of makes up for it. Pick it up. Um, yeah, Doctor Uwe Apple. He is a aerospace engineer. That was. A f- did you burp? That again? was the word. I did burp <laughs> before. Sorry Jesus. about that. 
Um, no mystery here, no theory here. We had Mongolian barbecue for dinner, <laughs> and it's coming up. Yeah, and it's Raw. coming out of me, out of my butthole. Yes, we're speaking too. out of both mouths here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Uwe Appel is going over this model, and he says, this little fucker doesn't look like a normal bird. It's got a rudder instead of a... So it's got a and vertical it, tail. Is it on a stick? Yes, it was okay, to yeah. start off with, yeah. So it's on... It's got a vertical tail, which mm-hmm. again... Sharks have that, not birds, okay? Like a vertical smile. Yes, exactly. Vagina. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, that that was the first thing that popped in my head is sharks. Mm-hmm. So exactly. they go, nothing like this is in nature. So right. not this might be some of our hole poking, but right, right. they go, nothing like this in nature. No bugs, no whatever. They right. keep referring to bugs and birds. I'm like, right. yeah, but sharks have this. Right. And um, these people were spread across. They were to an ocean, weren't they? Or traders they were, or yeah, I mean, there was a river there. There was the denial. You know, don't be in denial. Well, she um, left me for other reasons. Yeah. Well, not the not ones I know about. So. Because I finished quick. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the only – my counter to that, I guess, is that I would think they know what these fisher sharks <laughs> look like. Oh. <laughs> Man down. Somebody right, came good. and got the mic. I think the levels are okay. Uh, it is <laughs> – the reason I don't think it looks like a shark is because the wingspan is built a lot like a plane. So, like, the wings are like, directly coming out of the top of this model, you know. Um, and fish don't look like that. So sharks have them straight out of their body. Well, like a leopard shark. <laughs> oh, they got high fins on there. They got fins that are coming out of their ribs. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, but this is coming out of like as if it was out of the spine, like up on the top, level well, with like the back of the head. Flying fucking sharks. Okay, <laughs> we figured it out, folks. <laughs> I guessed over. Uh, but yeah, the interesting part was they actually tested this thing. They built a model, put it in a wind tunnel. And tested, and it actually had lift, and it was like a very aerodynamically sound glider. So they built a, they built a, a scale model of right. this original thing, rounded top wing, flat bottom wing for pure lift. Or do you remember? Oh, they had yeah. The only thing it was missing was what they called, uh, eh, shit, was it an elevating rudder, right. which which would have gone on top of the vertical rudder, but. As Uwe Appel points out, not we have, not we have theorized that uh, perhaps this little notch <laughs> on the top may have been this missing component that we are looking for with the elevating rudder. Multiple piece toy. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple piece toy, yes. Uh, That's yeah. He has a lisp. He's not <laughs> mentally deficient. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like feathered things and super girt. I don't know what that means. <laughs> cheddar cheese and burgers. Oh, <laughs> cheddar cheese and burger. Okay. Classic combo. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so that's a big part. This is whole first chunk is mostly about this model, right? Yeah. And they make a, a model plane that they go, or did I steal your That's thunder? what I just but, said. Uh, no, no, no. But they put it in the wind tunnel, but then they make yeah. one with the engine with the remote control. Oh yeah, that's that's a little later. So yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, so we're gonna go segment by segment. So people that might have watched the show, Fuck me. we're gonna go <laughs> in order. <laughs> Unlike these fucking, I don't know, I was gonna say rebels Noobs. or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, anyway, so how would they launch this thing though? That was the big question. prompted by. Usually, you narrator. need to rocket to get the <laughs> the glider yeah. up into space. Or now we got a little, we got some cats running around here. Yeah. What if you put a pult on them? Okay. What if you had a catapult to launch this thing? Yeah. That's what they're proposing in this. And. Because aliens use catapults. No, 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 no. (laughs) See, and that's part of the whole point of this, too, is that ancient astronaut theory, for the most part, is not saying aliens came and did it. It's they came and gave. Yes, they inspired it, gave humans, early humans, 
the technology, the secrets, the mathematical secrets, the technological secrets, all that kind of stuff to do this themselves, you know. And therefore, we think of either these people or these gods as right. the gods could be are these, you know, these aliens, these ancient astronauts. It's where the name comes right, from. Right. Or that the people with their technology were divine in some way or godlike or blessed by the gods Being, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Because they could move big rocks or they could fly in a machine or whatever. So This is a Star Trek The Next, next Generation episode right. where the people all fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh. And they're all hot. And uh, they worship a spaceship. Uh-huh. It, it's basically just that a there spaceship you and yeah. some you know higher entity power right. alien. And this is this ancient astronaut theory has been around for a while. I th- I'm pretty sure that uh, Eric von Daniken, who you will see on the show quite a bit throughout the years, he wrote a book called Chariots of the Gods that that Sparked. kicked this whole thing off. And so um, he's a forgive me if I'm wrong. He is a a Swedish man or someone from the Netherlands, I believe. Um, he's always talking about his fish and what he wants to cook. Right, exactly. And he's and he's making like. Cereal, and he's like a chef too. I yeah, think. Yeah, and, you, you go. Know, birdie, yeah. Birdie, birdie. Yes. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Eric, if you're ever on the show, uh, apologize. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, we're having fun here. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the boogie buzzer yeah. there. Okay, we do a little dance whenever that happens. Yep. Uh, anyway, um, so there, some of the gliders today, they're launched by catapult. There's evidence, apparently, that there were catapults back in ancient Egypt. Launch it too. Do you think they could have just figured that out themselves? Like, oh, we have this catapult. We want to launch something. You mean the modern people that were testing it? No, no, no. Like, people back then. Like, if they built a catapult, they're like, how can I launch something out of this? Right, exactly. I I mean, mean, I don't, yeah. A big big kind of, like, it's not, again, not that we don't believe anything on the show. There's plenty of open questions. but. We have to keep in context, and we'll come back to this later when we yeah. talk about the, I think it's Hodgkins or something that is the stone sculptor later in the episode. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Uh, I never make that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't spend my life making that <laughs> fucker. Uh, but is the, the understanding that people didn't have modern distractions back then, right. especially kings and kingdoms that we're talking about. Those ruling classes had all the time in the world. <laughs> well, and they had people devoted right. yes. they could just say slaves or workers this. or or master artisans or whatever and they might go through that that king might be 45 years old before he dies he's gone through 30 years of building a monument to himself because that's what right. the gods told him to do or he just was into himself or whatever yeah. so with no tv no distractions or whatever you learn shit very fast you had a short life you had to learn skills fast mm-hmm. and make it you know make something of yourself so there's always that to consider whenever we talk about the kind of time constraints come up as a reason for ancient astronaut theory. It's like, who would spend all this time to do that? It's like, well, we're thinking of that as modern people who are looking at our fucking phones three times every 60 seconds and have want instant gratification for everything. Right. So Yeah, you want to learn something in two days, not right. a lifetime. Right. And so uh, that's just kind of a modern filter we try to put on this to keep right, things right. a little grounded. So, um, But, yeah, so we get into a handful of our – some of the big hitters. Hold on. Oh, all right. Uh, some of the big hitters. Uh, <laughs> the show, sorry. <laughs> um, but we have Philip Coppins showing up, and mm-hmm. he has sadly since passed away, but he was one of the big the big dudes on this show. Not physically large. No, Just not very handsome. Force. Man. Yes. He had long hair, right? Long mane of brown hair. I think he passed away kind from... Kind curly. Yeah. He passed away from cancer or something, I believe. Uh, but from he was... Fucking... Well, come on. <laughs> uh, this guy w- is one of my favorites. He has a very interesting accent. 
he talks about other. It took me a couple years, <laughs> a couple years probably, to figure out of watching the show that he was saying realms, R E A L M S, but he says. And they came from other realms. And he see you always pronounce it realms like yeah, that. It's like very he interesting. read the whole world word as realms. Yes, two syllable word. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, he is on the show. He's introduced here as going over the basics of this thing. Um, I'm picking up a lot. Of stuff. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm putting my mic down here, so I'm not making so much fucking noise for everyone. Uh, but yeah, he uh, comes in here, and he just kind of there. It's a it's a handful of guys. Uh, Philip Coppins, Graham Hancock, Robert Balval. Those are some big hitters. <laughs> big Hancock, yeah. Balval. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Philip Coppins. He talks Coppins. a lot about realms, the ethereal side of things, the metaphysical side of things. Um, talks about the spiritual side of things. Uh, Graham Hancock, he wrote a book called Fingerprints <laughs> of the Gods. Okay, uh, <laughs> Hand fingerprints. Fingering. I get it. Yeah. You know, fingering cock, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Classic finger in a yeah. cock. <laughs> uh, what do they call that when it goes in the urethra? It's Ure- called like tubing or some weird fucking thing. Lisping. Lisp. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> um, I think I read something where they, they take tranny people and they like to get fingered in their balls or something. Okay. <laughs> it was a Vice article. Yeah, pivoting away from that. Uh, <laughs> do we try to keep this podcast a lot I more guess, serious? Yeah, I, don't know, I don't care. Whatever. I shouldn't care so much. Um I but want yeah. to meet these. I know. I want to meet these guys and not have them think they're gross. Or we're yeah. gross. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to think they're yeah. not gross. Yeah. <laughs> Go through their life not listening to this. Right. Realize they're gross by listening to this. Get right. bummed out. <laughs> I think they know they're gross. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Graham Hancock, he's a very posh, uh, very smart sounding British man. Who is that the... No, okay, he has the, he has kind of the white longer hair, the little thin square glass, okay, uh, square glasses. Yeah, excuse me. Um, and uh, oh, that's a bad one. <laughs> the Mongols have attacked. Yeah, they are rising. <laughs> the Great Wall of Myasophagus has fallen. Uh, but yeah, he's on here. He's reiterating about the the uh, aerodynamics of the bird shape figure. And right, because he's in on this. Okay, right. Yeah. And then Robert Balval, he's pretty much throughout the whole series. He's kind of the key Egypt guy. He's bald guy. Um, he's even, he says here, he's kind of a skeptic, but kind of like us, he's a skeptic, but he also just fucking can't explain how this should happen. And he's dedicated his life to like the Giza plateau and Egypt in general. So, Mm -hmm, mm um, but yeah, that brings us to segment two. Uh, we're talking about El Dorado pre-Columbian Tolima civilization. Okay. And these gold figurines. And that's what Steve was referring to a little earlier. With these gold oh, they make jets. It. That's yeah. the jet they make? Okay. They make the little models. And so these are like right. little, they find these little uh, fighter jet looking things. And this is a big one, folks. The first appearance of Giorgio Tsoukalos, okay? The man himself, the man behind this whole thing. Yeah. The hair, the suit, the tan. The grease. The grease. Um, yeah, he's on here and he's talking about these gold figurines. Um, they're triangle in shape. They look like a little fighter jet with a face on them, kind of. Um, and he claims nothing in nature is, has anything in common with these things. Because, again, they're saying birds don't look exactly like that. These things have, like, triangular wings, a fin going up, a fin going horizontally, too, like a rudder or whatever. Right. Um, and the, as Steve said, in 1997... They built uh, a model, like a, a motorized model of this, and it was like 
I think 20 times bigger or something like that. Yeah, it's it like a couple feet. Because that thing was tiny. It was like inches. Yeah. Like and long. It, and it, they, they, they fucking flew that thing totally fine, which that is a really fascinating thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, it worked. Right. Um, now, so this is, sorry, if maybe I'm coming off as more of a skeptic mm. on this, but I'm just curious, like, how, like, laser accurate this jet was versus how much of them putting their own little tweaks on it when right. they went to remake it. Like, true. Like, was this thing exact, like, they laser scanned it and right. then blew it up right. and then flew it? Or did they yeah. just look at it, sculpt it, right. and in their own, just maybe even subconscious of just how they would build a right. jet? I think some of the... They put into that? Some of the know. montage looked like they were measuring it and all that stuff, but I can't be sure. Yeah. You know, it was 97. This was 13 years That's before the show aired. how many actual laser, like, right. you know, back then. Yeah. Um, but... Who knows? It flew, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just, yeah. Just you know, it, it could have also just been coincidence, too. You know, I mean, yeah. like, could the, this is what this show is all co- all about, basically, right. is is it coincidence or did they figure it out? Right. Or, and, you know, and yeah. did they figure out meaning how could they jump in this yeah. advanced way, like, super quickly without some uh, divine or, yeah. or otherworldly intervention? You know? And I'll have two things. One, I think this this Mexico, we're in, right? Central mm-hmm. America, somewhere in there. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Elder so one, mm-hmm. I would say they're probably most interactive with sharks. Right. So that could be it. True. But but yeah. I will say this: these are two very separated cultures yes. to come up with a very similar design. Right. That is arguably not quote unquote a bird like creature. Right. Exactly. So, you know, there's again a weird coincidence. And we'll get to that that time potential frame. connection do we, later. Do too. they? Yeah. Do they come up with a time? I honestly can't remember like when these two cultures were around. Uh, El Dorado was, I think. It's probably after. I think it was. I think it was early Before. ads or something like that. I usually have the timestamps. I fucking forgot it here. Sorry, uh, but it was pre-Columbian. So like Columbia, the Colombian Columbus. culture wasn't. It was old Columbia. Or sorry, it was yes. It was pre-Columbus. pre-Columbus. Sorry, so pre-14. <laughs> <Not Columbia. Yeah. laughs> you know, Columbia pre-Columbia. Gone. Yeah, the drug trade wasn't there yet. Yeah, and all that stuff. you know, the beautiful yeah. big butts <laughs> hadn't flourished yet. Um, but the whole point is, this was pre-aerodynamics. So how did they make this? What would end up being when built to, uh, to a larger scale? an aerodynamic figure. Right, right. Um, so, I mean, you can also argue they fucking built it out of gold and right, that wouldn't so fly, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there. we also get introduced to a guy that is in the series a decent amount as well, Bill Blimes, PhD. He's kind of a, a fiery, I don't know if anyone's watched Trailer Park, but he's kind of a Jim Leahy type, RIP. Because yeah. <laughs> the guy that plays him just passed away recently. But, uh, but yeah, this guy, he's just on, he's not really in much of the rest of the episode, but he is in a lot of future episodes, mm-hmm. is why I mentioned He's adamantly agreeing with the rest of them at this point. So pretty short segment or pretty pretty mellow segment. Not a lot mm-hmm, of stuff. Mm-hmm. The third segment is one that we'll come back to so many times in this theory because it is kind of the most compelling. This is the Indian Vimana flying machines, okay? Mana, also used in Magic the Gathering. There we go. And yeah. many Euro- Western European role-playing game yeah, things. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the Vimana were in, let me see. Da, 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 da. Was they this were, the Marduk people? Or no, that's something else. No, no, no. This is this is India, like old ancient Indian right. culture. So Is Marduk later? Don't they talk about Marduk in this? Oh, that's the stones. Yes, I believe okay, that's the stones. Yeah. yeah. So 6,000 B.C., basically, yeah. that is when. Uh, B.C.E., before Common Era. Okay, yes. we are not doing this religious <laughs> bullshit on this show of before Christ because they do rip him apart. And yet all we're talking. They do. Well, but <laughs> we're all talking about. Religion in this. Uh, yeah, but they say, well, that did bring up a question because he goes, Sukulos goes, the God I believe in doesn't need yes. no motherfucking car to drive around. Exactly. So like, what God does he believe in? Does he say that too? Ain't he no motherfucking <laughs> car to drive yeah. around his son. Yeah. He's like, he got that big ass <laughs> yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. 
He just fucking traveling via his mind. Yeah, gets a little dirty south on us on this. Yeah, episode. I was like, ooh, yeah. dirty souks. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, dirty soup coming on. Um, Anyways, yeah, so we go to India. Yeah, um, and we get introduced to Robert H. Frisbee. Speaking of flying machines, yeah, disc uh, man himself. Um, he is a propulsion engineer for NASA. So this guy has some street cred. You know, yeah, um, full on scientist. Full great on sideburns. Great sideburns. Great glasses as well. Um, he kind of. He starts bringing up, as we come back from commercial here, mag sleds, catapults again as a launching platform. Catapults. Yes. And then this this is my awakening, okay? Like a, like a virgin losing his virginity, her, his virginity cricket. Yep. Uh, Don't do it. Don't do it. Gosh, that was awkward sex. Um, this is the first appearance of David Hatcher. Childress, okay. This is my he, this is my Van Gogh. I was gonna say he's my Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. self-proclaimed yeah. Indiana yes. Jones, my friend. Yes, this guy has spent his life traveling around the world. Now he is not he's not a mainstream archaeologist, but he does do archaeology. He's not a mainstream scientist, but he comments a lot on and works with a lot of scientists to try to understand. These lost civilizations. I think he's written books about Atlantis, and he's got to have rich parents or something. I'm just think, good at like yeah. finagling money because it seems like he just travels around. Right. Sort of has degrees, but I, not all the I, way. And I read. I, I think his his website as well as Wikipedia, and both of them pretty much say he spent most of his life, his young life especially, traveling around the world. His parents traveled a lot, and he lived in a lot of places. I think um, he has a very interesting way of talking, and I've the never best. yeah, and I love it. I've never heard an accent quite like this. He is Maybe from all that traveling. I, I was going to say, like, he apparently lived the longest in Montana, but that was, like, a handful of years, yeah. so I don't know. I knew a guy who, like, was born in the Netherlands, yeah. lived in other parts of Europe, then lived in the South. Right. And we talked to him. We were like, oh, man, dang old. And yeah. then, but he had this, like, Euro-ness yes. to it. Like, oh, man, dang old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. the weird. Right. Like, you would not be right. able to tell where the fuck this guy was we, from. We worked under a guy that was born in, like, Vermont or Connecticut. And he talked like this. Well, like, that, yeah. Like he was fucking Spicoli from Fast Times. But I've noticed a lot of dickheads from Vermont doing that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just choking Just gagging, out yeah. and vomit yeah. and file and go What did fuck I say themselves. earlier? That is totally, that's gag-worthy AF. Gagable. There we go. Did yeah, you? I, I don't yeah. remember. Gagable as fuck. <laughs> don't throw me under the bus here. <laughs> I said that. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. David Hatcher Childress. Uh, Some guy. Coin. Yeah. His, on, that's Joe. his famous line. Uh, he's always talking about some kind of civilization under the ground, some kind of magical device that could <laughs> an do underground installation or something that could be part of your wildest dreams. Right. And he like really trails off high, yes. so deep. Of his cadence—it's not just his accent or his. The, the, it doesn't even have an accent. He does. No, but it's, I, it's, some, I, it's but a, you can't figure it. It's out. like his own vernacular, basically, right. which, which includes his own cadence. Because I've never heard somebody quite talk like. It's like a mixture of like Japanese and European and American all in one. It's very and if he odd. traveled a lot, that makes sense if right. you're in these different yeah. areas. And uh, yeah, he and, and you know, there's videos about him saying "coined" like "kind." You know, yeah, like but, we got obsessed with a video yes. of like what two minutes long of <laughs> yes. like just straight cuts of right. him, and we would watch it every day five times. Yes, at five work. times a day. <laughs> yeah. There's and videos of him talking work. about giant balls, like stone balls <laughs> and stuff. So people have made a lot of montages of this. Yeah. Murder. Yeah. Okay. That being said, again, 
Awesome. I would fucking I would fucking love fucking to, <laughs> I would fuck this guy. No. I would love to talk to this guy. He'd probably tell you fucking stories like that were insane because he's still regardless yeah. of regardless of all these people's whether they're experts or what well whether their information is verifiable or not. Right. They fucking literally do just explore places that are yeah, like ancient temples and, and shit. They've yeah. been there and I haven't. So it's like right, right. I would fucking he looks kind of like a raging alcoholic. Like his face is right. bright red. He would probably join you in a bar anywhere yeah. and get fucking lit. Oh yeah, I L L I T. Yeah, <laughs> I L I T. Yeah. Or as the kids say, lit or sus. Right? Uh, is his information sure. suspect? Maybe he's thirsty, which means he wants to fuck. Yes, yeah, horny. You know. Um, but he, yeah. Regard to your point, he is a passionate, passionate man. Yeah. So he gets into this shit. Okay. He talks about Deep conspiracies like people top scientists getting murdered okay, okay. <laughs> these <laughs> lizard people yeah, does he blowing up the lizard people? in their own laps yeah. uh, i don't know if i've heard him talk about lizard well no i have there is an episode no, there's a whole thing yeah watch out for the upcoming episode at some point not sure which season or year it right, was, right but there is a there's a lizard people conspiracy where a lot of people in power are actually this lizard race of aliens that are manipulating everything and pulling the strings so controlling the illuminati and all that shit too side yeah. note mm-hmm. on howard they had billy corgan joey's favorite oh yeah smash pumps mm-hmm. he has a lizard people story he is too oh. scared to tell oh really you should go listen to the Was that interview recently? like literally because he just released week. that new album so he's probably yeah, promoting yeah. and oh, he's shit. like this person was almost demonic right and shape changed in front of him Whoa. and that's all he would say and he wouldn't go deeper he wow. said it was the most scary thing he's ever seen the most I, real thing and i love billy and he's into all sorts of weird right. shit he had a lot of weird stories yeah billy has changed my life in a lot of ways i'm not a big music nerd but like that was the his was the music i found yeah, you're big but he is also a big interesting weirdo too like i, I like he's very interesting to listen to talk to because he has his own way of talking about thinking about things He's a very grounded dude that just loves Chicago and and professional <laughs> wrestling. He like Hi. he runs and bought a whole wrestling league and manages it. But at the same time, he talks about shit like that and whatever yeah. too. You know, yeah. so um, he's he's one of those guys that's just I'm open to anything. Yeah, and yet I have very strong opinions about things too. Certain you know? things, interesting. Yeah. Um, which is like a lot of the guys on the show. You know, super right. passionate guys that are just trying to think outside the box a little bit or mm-hmm. a lot of it, depending yeah. on too. Um, but yeah, he is here. Talking about myths, or in the video, MILFs are based on truth. It shows a picture of Pamela Anderson in it. MILFs? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he's talking about ancient airships existing. And then he goes into these Vimana that we're talking about. So the Vimana were literally the chariots of the gods of India. So Mm -hmm. they talk about, in great detail, these, what you would think of as kind of a modern um, NASA escape pod looking like, that kind of like butt plug shape kind of thing mm-hmm. that's what they're riding around you know what in. everyone knows yeah and uh, everyone's got experience with them butt plugs with bps yeah. um and i'm not talking about british petroleum i'm talking about petroleum jelly yeah <laughs> you used to put that stuff in. <laughs> talking about the real deal gasolino yeah, okay. okay uh <laughs> was that uh, a gift of the gods right. this creamy <laughs> moist substance that lets you right. insert or excerpt right. anything from your own body or and orifice. actually heals your skin and heals what? burns and you would think this was a mag some kind of magical <laughs> elixir that you know you place anywhere and brings pleasure and removes pain while adding mental pain potentially on its use yeah. case and now that's childress with parkinson's <laughs> <laughs> or he's getting the vaseline applied right then and there i have it going on my own anus <laughs> right now okay um but yeah, so there are ancient these these things perform apparently very much like modern propulsion shit where they're pushing pressure and fire and stuff out. Uh 
like after a Vaseline sesh, you know, a BP yeah. sesh. Yeah. Um, Get that spicy curry. I right. <laughs> surprise these people on the Right. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, up top. Uh, <laughs> now, Sanskrit descriptions describe elephants running away as these things take off. Grass being blown out and burnt from fire and pressure. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're describing a I know burning right. shit after man a big just, feast, a big curry yeah, buffet. Man just grabbing grabbing rail, right, and just honking <laughs> down, tail. exploding that grass. Yeah, um, but yeah, the uh, the next the up, smell was of sulfur that would be really <laughs> eggs and uh, ham. <laughs> And pizza no, pie. Roddy thinks these things are people, these foods and delicacies right. they've never had before. Right. Now, I would imagine David Childress probably not a big pizza guy because he's eaten all over the world, right? And he, but pizza guys, is like a classic thing, right? Like, doesn't everyone but I feel like pizza? I feel like I have a very personal steak in pizza. I enjoy eating it, and that's all the steak I have. But, uh, you like steak on your pizza? Sometimes, you know. Um, but when you go around the world, people don't like pizza as much as I do. Or as much as Americans do. Anyway, this is Even a... Italians. Yeah, we're going to pivot from that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going down that pizza gravy train. Right. But yeah, in in the Vimanika uh, Shastra, now this book has Childress is bringing up detailed descriptions of this thing, of the modern tech, and they show the pictures of this shit. It's like blueprints and shit like but that. But didn't they make the blueprints? Didn't, I think, I think didn't someone, they were reading how it was described, right. and then they blueprinted that out. Exactly, yes. Right. And so. So like this man with this head and this and that, and then right. they kind of storyboarded. Like or, but but in, in this, they're saying that the words say that there is an electricity chamber and like a gas vent chamber and like all this shit too. But you're right in right. the sense that we're not, A, we're not fluent in Sanskrit. Right. And B, they're telling us that this is what it said. Not sure if they're telling us rough translations, the exact right. verbiage, or if there were interpretations made. Right, from right, this. right. So, but still, th- it's extremely detailed back then, which is insane to think of. Like, because like we think of if it's anywhere close to what right. they're doing. You think of Christian and Judaism. There's not a lot of te- you know. Well, there's a little bit. We'll get to that later. But there's not a lot of oh, technological. Christian's my favorite person. <laughs> Christian. Uh, there's not a lot of this technical stuff. Where in this, like, they're describing a lot of technical shit for these machines, which right. the gods are riding around on and flying around on. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, because it mentions, like, food that the gods would eat on the ship and these metal suits they would wear <laughs> on the right. ship right. that, the, you know, they were as the pilots or whatever. Uh, it would sure talk they about the pirates. The t- yar. Yar. Welcome to Curry Town, matey. I, you're gonna come on me ship, and we're gonna sail around the world and get all the booty, finding new spices to burst out of our ass. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna find some kind of grease that we can place upon some our kind of cotton <laughs> children's is finding new curries <laughs> to cream out his fat lean whore. And if we could only find one that healed while it slid. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pivot away from this pirate talk. Um, but uh, the interesting part, too, is that it talks about these Vimana being controlled by the pilot, the gods, minds, which is something Elon Musk himself is re- is fucking going into computer brain interface shit. And it's happening as we speak in 2017. So, Barf. excuse me. Um, Garsh. Yeah. Garsh. That's a gross burp. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it's this is... It is a lot of interesting stuff. That being, again, and there's the whole theory that in fucking Thor and a bunch of other things, like, and it, there is some term or whatever, some scientist, somebody said it, that a, a, a civilization so advanced 
and their technology would, would just yeah. seem like magic to yeah, us. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so that's also a huge premise of ancient alien theory mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. ancient astronaut theory in general. So, um, but yeah, I mean the the specific parts to your point here, it did go into about how it was like a gyroscopic mercury-based propulsion system. They describe mercury and like adding electricity to the mercury, mm-hmm. which really fucking works, I guess, yeah. and makes These makes things scientists lift. Scientists use mercury all the time and right. create a levitation style right. effects and right. some other things. They put mercury in our vaccines to kill our children, you yeah, know, give on, them on the, purpose, you know, and the make R-tard. them sick. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> that behooves anyone. <laughs> yeah, let's um, make these kids sicker. Right. Fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, gyroscopes are used all over space, air, and and sub uh, aqueous craft. Like but didn't they say, like, like, the gyroscopes only work a little bit? Or yes. something. Yes. So it's called flywheel energy storage, which usually is worked on used on like power plants and ground based things. It's not. Right. It's not, not light. Something has to be very light to generate lift. Although hovercrafts use it, but hovercrafts only say, go about a foot off the ground at most. But I mean, something. if you had a genuine like anti gravity hummer, yes. hummercraft, hummercraft. That's yep. what I call my car when my I'm trolling. H two hummercraft. <laughs> when I'm trolling down by the docks. Oh yeah. Getting the old Hummercraft on Saturday night. <laughs> and the Hummercraft is not a large Hummer. It's just an old 87 Subaru, I think, that's yeah. beaten up. Yeah. Blood I'm stains. people. There's mud and ketchup stains everywhere and some yeah. marshmallow it, stains. Yeah. Some uh, <laughs> Elmer's glue. Yeah. Snail uh, trails, things like that. Yeah. yeah. Snails are really attracted to your car. It's yeah. Weird. They love it. Inside. Uh, yeah. On they, the steering wheel. It's they weird. go all over. Yeah. It's crazy. So Sometimes it's uh, surprisingly on the back of my seat. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Or on the seat sometimes, too. I see a little oh, shine down there. That's always, yeah. yeah. That's where um, a lot of mud collects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, hey, snails love the dirt and the soil, so no, they crawl yeah. around in the mud. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the problem with flywheel energy storage, it's too fucking not – it's not powerful it's too enough not powerful to enough. lift something that's not super light. But then we make one of these leaps of, oh, well, what if it's a metal or material we haven't found yet? And that's – that's where sometimes right. the show gets a little like, oh, what if? And it's like, okay, what if? That's true. You can argue that, but there's no actual evidence. That's the absence but of evidence. That's where know? I would say if you had an anti-gravity thing, right. then it doesn't matter how big and heavy right. it is. Yeah. Because then you can make it levitate and then utilize that other technology. Exactly. Maybe. When you make something weigh zero or something, basically, then right. just uh, moving around. What was that fucking movie where they... Uh, event Horizon. No. <laughs> They cross the event horizon and come back out. Interesting. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Because they discover how gravity actually works. Yes. And then they can use that to power and propulsion. Right. And themselves. slingshot and all yeah. that shit. Um, but yeah, so then, so this is where we have this guy, Dr. Uh, Algund Einboom, who's one of the Germans from the beginning. Um, he says, oh, this could be a mistranslation. Of uh, the the material name in the text, um, which again, like we were just saying, you can't really prove a ne- or disprove a negative or whatever the fuck that whatever. is. Um, so the question, big question, is how is faster than light travel possible with right. these aliens? Right. So and why would they come and hang out in fucking India? Right. You know, <laughs> and that, I mean, again, that's one of the big no, things is yeah. like, do they have a stake in humanity being successful? Are we like? the only fucking other intelligent planet there in our right. galaxy, so they want to help us out and to create a galactic community or right. whatever. Spark. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like how governments, right? Like, oh, we're going to go overthrow or help this other government right. overthrow this government because we have a stake in them developing a certain way that exactly. we can then either work with or control. Right. So maybe these aliens are on that same game plan. They're all right. trying to hit as many intelligent planets as they can right. so they can guide how they develop right. so they can either, again, work with or control them right. at some point in and time. And es- especially if they can, A, time travel, or B, 
they're just sending like AI robotic emissaries out and they just fucking exist as their minds and computers right. or some shit. They don't have no con they they don't have no concept of time <laughs> okay. here, okay? Was this S down now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but still, or they can just fucking time travel. Who knows? But it's like they, they're planting the seeds here. Sometimes literally, as we'll go into on later episodes, some yeah. breeding, doing the deed to breed. Yeah. Could only be so lucky. Right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Come to my window. Um, <laughs> anyway, then we get to. Hello, Hello Jerry. Jerry. Oh. oh. I'm, I'm at, at your window. window. Oh, tell, tell me what you want. want. I don't know what you are, but I'm letting you in to fuck me. <laughs> okay. I've, I've got, got this big. Pizza-like pasta wiener. Oh my gosh! That's gonna just spray greasy fucking marinari all over your big backside. Only if you give me what I want. What do you want? I want that butthole. And now the ancient aliens are probing us. Yes. The end. Uh, (laughs) That was weird. Um. So now we get to what Steve was commenting on before a worldwide yeah, I, <laughs> I know a worldwide transportation system of some kind okay so now we're talking about some kind yeah some kind of airport some kind of landing zone uh so we're 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 talking about ancient monoliths and cities being having big flat topped mountains carved off mountain where they literally carved the mountaintop off like a woman who cut her tits off <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like a woman who cut her tits off for small alien planes to land, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're intimidated by their sons of their breasts. <laughs> the aliens were? Yeah. Oh. So they must cut their jugs off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those tits are huge. Get them out of here. I'm scared. I need to land. <laughs> we call these. <laughs> I'm to make the voice. I can control We it. call these cows on our planet. There's too much active milk and active mothers here. <laughs> the yeast is real. Oh, no, I did it. The God yeast is real. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, yeah, so they're thinking that maybe these concepts like a gold jet engine model looking thing and a small wooden bird in Egypt, maybe they're not from different sources maybe these aliens were flying around and landing in these big monolithic areas on big stone platforms or mountains or whatever i so do you think aliens would because sometimes they're like maybe it's like technology we have today i'm like well our technology we have today can't get us fucking there right so why (laughs) would it be like the technology we have today and and would they use plane like also why would it yeah why would they need to land that's what i was curious about too is like if they had the technology to fucking travel faster than light and warp through dimensions and shit yeah. like that, why would they need to land on a, a platform or something strip. with wheels or some shit? You yeah. know what I mean? The aliens I worship don't need right. no more to tell you what. Dirty soup. Yeah. Coming in whole. <laughs> but yeah, it's like they can fucking hover and the, Yeah, this one do I kind of had want. a little bit more trouble with. Right. Um, and later, it's funny because they almost, they don't. They don't flip-flop on it, but they talk about how potentially the Giza pyramid, which has no hieroglyphs, no tombs, no anything. They like, don't know what the fuck it's for except for those shafts and everything. Yeah. And the salt on the walls. Well, that could be something else. Yeah. Uh, but they think that it generated microwave energy for ships that would shoot a microwave out because you mm. combine these chemical – it makes hydrogen and microwave energy or something. Whatever. But again, then they're just hovering there and they don't need to land. They're just sitting – they're having like satellite energy stations and gas stations right. basically. Okay. But anyway, jumping ahead a little bit. Um 
So, again, also, Childress, Hatcher Childress comes on and says, maybe these are some kind of airport system for the Vimana. Now, my question, though, is do the Indian people just call them Vimana? And now Childress and the other experts are talking about them. Why didn't any of these cultures also write about Vimana or even if they change the name? Like, they go into... Well, to describe something similar. Right. But they go into King Solomon, who had a magic carpet, and they always talk about magic carpet back in his day. Yeah. And Uh, uh, there's a woman with a hot, hot twazang. Right. The King of Sheba. carpet. Yeah. In the Cabra... The Ethiopian book, the Kebra Nagast, which is like the Book of Kings. Sounds racist. Talks about King Solomon flying around in this magic carpet and having Solomon's mountains, which were these flat top carved out mountains. But again, a carpet or what even what people would describe as a carpet is very different than in a NASA escape pod looking device that could float right, around. Right. So it's there's it's weird that there's not more consistency then with right. because a lot of what the ancient nationalist theory are trying to prove is the consistency between these designs or these right. statues or this, this or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that one's a little tough. You know, it is interesting. They're talking about dude flying around everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, but a carpet is a pretty simple with, with, as we go on with the series, a thin thing, like it, right. yeah, it's not this elaborate machine that right. can be actually described this way. Right. It's like, it's a thin piece of, which in later carpet. episodes they describe as fire breathing dragons or right. serpents or whatever, which is Chariots very different, all that shit, right? Yeah. Which is very different than just the carpet. So, yeah. um, again, we can sit here and argue about the gaps and say, Oh, but it could have been anything. Right. It's like, well, then that's not an argument. Though, right. So. Right. Like a um, genie granting wishes lives inside the bottle. Right. That could be a fucking crazy AI right. device or whatever. Right. It could yeah, be Robin down. Williams yeah. hanging himself in his closet. Yeah, jerking himself off right. while choking himself to death right. with a leather belt right. sitting down on yeah. the floor. Mm-hmm. Sad but true. Yeah, happened. <laughs> on record. Real. <laughs> we know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's again, he's children's thing, and this is some coined of Vimana airport system. I don't really buy that part. Yeah. It's also because it's... It's also harder to build pointy and round top things, too. So you just stack blocks and it becomes pretty flat. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have to stop somewhere. You build a ceiling. You know what I mean? I don't right. know. Um, but, yeah. And then he name drops Eric Von Daniken. The first mention of Daniken, I think, Von Daniken. The Which one's this guy? He's the guy that wrote Chariots of the Gods. Oh, okay, he's the okay, older okay, okay, okay. Netherland yeah. guy. Um, I'm bad with names, everyone. It's fine. It's kind, of the bi- it's kind of the Bible of this whole thing. Um, and one of his big mentions in Chariots of God was King Solomon's Flying Carpet mm-hmm. and the Mounds of Solomon. Um, they do say now to your point before they do talk about Tibetans having written records discussing Solomon flying around on his carpet, which is a whole different culture, you know, sort of, right. well, Tibet is but not could, very I close to say Ethiopia, e- is it? Ethiopia or yeah. what? Ethiopia. Yeah. That's what Solomon was in Ethiopia yeah. in Africa. Yes. In the, in I the, thought he was in Saudi Arabia or something. In the Ke- Kebra Nagas. In the Kegger. He, he gave the queen of Sheba in Ethiopia. The flying carpet, the magic gift, or a gift of the magic flying carpet. I don't know. I mean, like, Tibet's part of India. Oh, that's true, huh? Like, Nepal and all that kind yeah, of stuff. So yeah, so I don't think it's, like, that's that crazy off. far. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Especially if you had a flying machine flying around, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we come back to Graham Hancock, who was the British man with Ham the, who build. wrote Fingerprints of the Gods. So, um, he says, he t- he's going into maps now, again, because now we're talking about this worldwide network, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and about how... A lot of these old maps he thinks were given to the ancient people by somebody else because they're maps of pre-Ice Age Earth, which these maps are found a few thousand years ago, not 20,000 years ago when there was no right. writing and shit anyway. Right. Really. 
So it is interesting that they're showing what we have now found to be how things were in the Ice Age. Um, but, I mean, I, again, not trying to poke holes or whatever. That's what but we're here they for. they say, is, you know, like Vikings and all these people actually have been traveling around the world. Right. Found, you know, went up and down right. South and North America. Right. Went around the coast. Went around. Right. Tips, even they say, like, what, the Atlantis is probably in South America because right. they could travel across. They're, so I do think yeah. they weren't giving enough credit to these ancient travelers and that could have been mapping. And a piece out. and some evidence since this show has aired pretty recent is that at the last few years, we've been kind of like getting evidence every year of rewriting how old humans were intelligent and traveling and writing stuff. So we're thinking that humans might have now been alive and even like having culture like 40,000 years ago or before it was only like 10,000 years ago or some shit. And so there's this, these maps could have been drawn out. I don't know. Or maybe, yeah, I don't, yeah. who knows, you know, um, they don't stay on the subject very long. Yeah, they got to <laughs> gloss over yeah. real quick. Um, and they go into the next chunk, which is Ezekiel's flying machine in the, in the book of Ezekiel in the Bible. Um, Two spinning discs. It's like, yeah, wheels. He just, it's described as wheels, wheels within angels. wheels yeah. powered by fiery angels, basically. So that does sound kind of like a ship or a machine or something. Yeah. Um, I love when they rip apart the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the pages themselves. They just yeah. get on three and do it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jonathan Young is the founding curator of the Joseph Campbell Archives. Now, this guy is a very suave man with a radio voice. He's on most of the series. He's pretty sharp. He has pretty compelling evidence for stuff. He doesn't seem like a bullshitter. You know, none of these guys seem like bullshitters. Well, but yeah. he, like the other dude that hosts that radio show that's on, he's not on Nips, this episode. He's but, on Nipslips. Yeah. <laughs> he's on Nipslips.com, um, Egotastic.com. Can get that radio hit and yeah. one more time? The radio hit? Nipslips.com. Try talking uh, in a radio voice. Hey. <laughs> now, I'm the curator of the Joseph Campbell Archives. <laughs> I don't know what those are, but I curate the fuck out of them. Yes. I have a lot of modulation. <laughs> I am Jonathan Young. Um, but uh, anyway, he's on the show a long time. It's why I mentioned him. Um, got a great blazer, great turtleneck, solid style. Well put together. Yeah, very well you put together. You would date him if he was a woman. Yeah. Because a well put together if woman. If he was Josephine Campbell. Sometimes... No, if he was Joseph <laughs> Jonathan Young. <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah. Joe Namath Young, I would date, <laughs> date her. Yeah. He'd fucking throw a ball like a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, with those isotoners. Um, so we come back to Sukalos, who, I'm quoting, our ancestors weren't idiots okay right he so, respects the ancients right and i understand where he's coming from he's trying to respect our own human race you know but it's hard you know again i understand ink paper parchment carving on stone paint things like that all expensive all time consuming but again what else did we have to do right. as humans right. you know if our if humans now are anything like humans then we want to like save everything and take pictures and yeah, obsess over right yeah just collecting and obsess over measure. ourselves and our experiences yeah. basically is create memories right yeah, look at instagram it's all about photos right and just looking back so exactly if you have someone hey this is your job right sit there and do that right and so um i understand his argument you know um but it's a tough it, it, this argument of just like why would they lie which i don't i don't think they were lying I mean, either. Lie, yeah you don't you know? know you're lying sometimes right. when you just speak what you saw right it is wrong right but it's not a lie right right it lies with something more willful which even though we're kind of like 
almost disagreeing or with his point, that is his point at the same time is that they're just interpreting things incorrectly, you know, but that again is an argument of gaps. It's an, it's an argument of a lack of information instead of having evidence for it. Right. Which is why we're doing this fucking show. So, um, cause there is no answer yet. So that's, that's why we're talking about this. Um, but yeah, the, the, uh, a being came out of bright clothes, uh, with bright clothes, bright metal clothes, metallic clothes. Who knows? They say that in the show. I don't know if yeah, that's do what they even say. know what metallic is. They say back bright. Then, yeah, they say bright know? clothes, yeah. right? And so, um, and it had where does it say adamantium like claws? Right. It had um, like many faces, many tubes, many th- many things that it was and lights that it was connected to, or something, which sounds a lot like a computer or a robot or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. Uh, and it also said, like, so, and this and this being that came out said, Ezekiel, we need you to fucking measure and build this huge oh, right, clothing right, right, brand right. in the action sports industry. And it's kind of a B brand. Yeah. A lot of plaid shirts. Use some bear yeah. as your logo. Yeah. This guy, Joey's not going to know if it's around anymore in 2017, yeah. but I think Perfectly maybe it measured is. He thinks maybe is. it will be. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. It uh, was weird that I was part of the prophecy in the Bible yeah. in this. It's really and odd. And that but. was so specific to a date. Right. In early time frame. And knowing what podcasts were and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. There's odd. a lot of questions. Right. Um, um, casting the pod, they would call it. Yeah. The back. Yeah. An arm for an extra launch. Right. And know how to upscale that to a double, double extra, large. extra large increasing the price for cost of material of course yes. <laughs> that's uh, usually when you hit a over double right. into a triple or quadruple right extra large right. <laughs> and of course you will order smaller size runs of those yeah. even though larger people always complain about not having big enough sizes yes. for them you can they just don't sell despite their actual complaints yes. they don't actually have style these fat fucks right. okay. These fabric buyers weren't idiots, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay? They knew to cater to the small, the medium, the right. large, the yes. extra large. Yes. The attractive people, they wanted to model their clothes. Yes. Yes. Showed uh, it at medium. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Ezekiel is tasked with measuring and building this building to house what they call the glory of God to be in. And it is pretty crazy because they there's this, this guy... Uh, Joseph Bloomrick was a skeptic, and he set out to disprove that the Bible describes a craft, like a spacecraft of some kind. But in his journey, he actually ended up being a huge advocate for it. So he was a rocket scientist. He worked on the moon project for NASA. Um, and he... So they just pulled their pants down and showed their ass to everyone? Yes. As many people as they could in one fell swoop? Yes, exactly. As a the, train. What did you call that? The vertical smile? Yeah. yeah. No, though, that's a vaginus, but... Uh, your ass could be a vertical smile. The yes. cheek where it breaks between the two cheeks. Right. That crack. Yeah, your ass crack. Oh, we get it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and as a train goes by, the, you can swoop upon many people as you hold right. your ass out. Right. <laughs> that was the mooning project. Yes. <laughs> uh, colloquially called the smackety do project because that's <laughs> the sound go. it made as people were smacking those cheeks yeah. driving across. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, this guy... Bloomrick, he wrote the spaceships of Ezekiel, a book, and he even created a model of the ship. Again, the model was described in a as a face and a head and a neck and a whatever. Oh yeah, in you people mean all terms, the tubes and shit, and they show it. And then these couple of guys, these British guys. Um, so he makes the model of it, and it's this kind of like um, looks like he has a fucking juicer thing. on the top. Yeah. <laughs> One of those. Right. Oh, no, you're thinking of the mana machine. Is that that? Okay, yeah. never mind. That's sorry, a little sorry, later, yeah, but yeah. it's a similar. It's a similar thing. Uh, 
And then these other guys, a German engineer, sketched out the building to the measurements they describe in the Bible separately. They didn't even know each other were doing it. Oh, right. The fucking thing did fit in there perfectly. Like it was Mm -hmm, the glory mm -hmm. of God machine or whatever fit in there perfectly. That is pretty interesting. Right. Um, Did God show up when they smashed it together? Well, you know, come on. (laughs) Um, but, uh, But yeah, so here, this next bit. This is the first drop of the famous Tsoukalos phrase, extraterrestrial. So he says hmm. it all the time, every episode. Yeah. It's just his way of pronouncing it. Um, and it's great. I fucking love this term. And this is the first drop of it. Made my heart flutter a little bit. Um, because it's, it's magic. Yeah. Um, I kind of spell it E-X-X-A. Terrestrial. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you'll hear me say that a lot on this yeah. podcast. You'll hear Sukolos say it a lot. Um, that's really the only point I made for that. <laughs> that's it right there. <laughs> that he gets to say. Yeah. Because um, this episode, again, is really introducing this thing, a little bit of evidence, and then showing the seven guys that all agree with it or talk right. about it or whatever. But um, anyway, the next chunk is equipment. How did the ancient civilizations build with massive stones without power equipment, like power tools? Huge gas-powered fucking dozers and cranes and back hose and front hose. Troy built. Right. (laughs) Troy McClure. Yeah. Troy Baker. I got my Milwaukee here. Right. 12 volt. Right. Going to jump up to 24. Right. And. Corded. That being said, as much as we're making jokes. (laughs) It didn't have drywall. (laughs) How are the pyramids built? Well, they didn't have drywall. (laughs) So let's use these two million ton stones (laughs) instead. Um, So they do bring up valid questions, which is why the fuck would they use huge megaton blocks? Huge. Why would you make it so difficult to build this shit? And their answer, the ancient astronaut theorist answer is because it wasn't difficult for them. And then this whole segment is kind of about that. So like. Of course, the aliens must have made it easy to levitate these things and whatever, because engineers today can't under they can't understand like and and legit they're like our machines have a tough time lifting up five ton a five ton rock, let alone uh, a two thousand ton stone block for the pyramids or the the uh, tomb of the the pregnant lady or whatever the statue as they talk about later. You know, it's this massive thing. Do they go into other alternatives for stone? That would be able to support a structure of this size. The engineers, you mean? Just anyone, like anyone on the show. I don't remember them because I, no. I, I would say that could be an answer as to why they went through that. Is we want to make this fucker big, right? Exactly. When you're going to make a big building, you got to use the right material. Right. And if you use shitty sandstone or right. something, it's going to collapse upon itself. Yeah. So if you want to go big, you got to go big. Right. And like like later in the show. They do talk about that where it's like if you want something to be permanent, if you want a monument for your life, everyone even today is searching for immortality and for people to remember them and never die. Of course, a king that thinks he's divine is going to want to build a monument to himself or to a god he thinks gave him his power or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he wants to do it in a fucking big way that will last for eternity. And you don't do that with a little brick house, you know. You do that with giant mountainous right. fucking stones, yeah. I guess. You know, yeah, they're not out there breaking their back. They say, "Go get that fucking right. stone." Exactly. Okay. Um, okay they're boss. making those. They're making those backs wet, and they yeah. go, "Gorse, that's a big rock." Gorse, that's a lot of blood. 
<laughs> Tom's uh, dead. <laughs> Got yeah. his head crushed. Tom, the ancient Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> Common name back yeah. then. How my foot hurts. Yeah, because it's missing, you dummy. Yeah. Now you're bleeding out. <laughs> Damn, Billy Bob. Your Egyptian foot is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Weird name, huh? Jesus Christ almighty, you fucking son of a bitch. Well, our slang is about a man who hasn't even existed in our yeah. stories yet. <laughs> I don't know where he's going to be. I don't even know. <laughs> where are you going to show up? I don't know where he's going to be. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know shit. It's true. Um, that is a valid question, though, because the rest of this episode, we can skip a little through some of this. It's a long segment. Chris, Christopher Dunn is the guy. The Christopher Dunn is the guy that talks like he's from a weird Boston place or something like this, and he's a very smart man. He's a he's like a, a structural engineer, and he I do a pretty good impression of him. I'm a bit surprised. He talks, he talks aloud in the episode. And I'm getting a little southern. I'm not supposed to be southern. He's not going to be my Huckleberry or anything, but he's talking about the perfect angles. <laughs> Of all of these, he's talking about like perfect. Is that angles. the guy with the whole, like yes, the, the, the granite drill and all that stuff? Right, 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 right. And uh, and, and he's, he's just sitting there mixing. Oh, and I yeah. mixed it like this. Yeah, and he's just and I turned it about there. a thousand billion times for a few hours, and it's like, yeah, and you're just picturing him in this, in this giant warehouse, <laughs> yeah. just fucking scooting yeah. and turning by himself, just blasting right. Tina Turner. Right. <laughs> His ears and eyes are bleeding. Yeah, uh, but uh, but yeah, he he studies the the pyramids and stuff, you know. Um, oh, we got a special <laughs> guest here. Oh, nope, right, he's gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, he My is alcoholic roommate. Yeah, <laughs> he is uh, studying the pyramids and how perfect the angular angulations are. Perfect the granite blocks, which granite is insanely hard to cut without diamonds and shit like that. Right. And he's wondering how these perfect little cutouts and drills and things. Yeah, the are, markings on are, the, are, the are made, and, but let, but also how are they not found very much, you know? Um, you do see a lot of little cylindrical holes, so maybe that's how they're cutting those out to make drills and shit. I don't mm. know. But he does say that the angles of, like, the granite boxes that held tombs and shit are fucking within, like, two ten, like, or two, ten two thousandths of a fucking inch or something crazy. Right. And it's like, how do you get that kind of precision, which it is hard to believe. Yeah. Um, something going on with him? Nah, I'm just okay. <laughs> But it's hard to believe they can get because he has all these insane engineering right. and tools and shit. Piece of latex. Yep. <laughs> and he measured a ribbed piece of latex. <laughs> called it a drill, but <laughs> I don't know. He said he got it at like uh, Rite Aid or something. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> sell dildos <laughs> at Rite Aid. No latex, ribbed for pleasure. Oh, condoms. You bought condoms. They were making a dildo joke here. No, come on. <laughs> I said latex, not fucking silicone. Latex are what dildos are made of. Too. Is it? I think so. I don't know. Silicone? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Gorf, that's a big deal. Gorf, my flesh line is actually out of a soft silicon. <laughs> Can trading. Um, Can trade. But, uh, but yeah, so the, it is crazy, though. The Giza Plateau, where those three pyramids are, two and a half million blocks. Fucking insane. Like, it's fucking crazy. And there's intricate shapes inside, all that kind of stuff. Whoa. Two million. Whoa. <laughs> Um, and so here's a big possible disproving of at least part of the, the, um, not understanding how these blocks were moved and put into place in 2014, they found a wall painting, which dated back to 1900 BC. So perfect, like whatever ancient yep. time it depicts 172, 72 men hauling an immense statue using ropes attached to a sledge or a big sled. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the drawing, 
a person can be seen standing on the front of the sledge, constantly pouring water over the sand, right. which when they went and, ch- and, and tested it out, the it sand when it, it makes kind of a clay-like slick thing. So that's cool. I understand that. But still, I mean, and, and also it's also showing 172 men were pushing this right. thing, not lifting it at this point. That being said, this also that still doesn't answer how they lifted them up these very high heights and stacked them. I don't know. Because right. wood, I guess, wouldn't support this. Like wood and pulleys and things. You probably have to have a thousand pulleys, which maybe they did. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know how pulleys work. I know it like halves the weight or some shit. The more pulleys well, you pull. yeah, each pulley pull. yeah, <laughs> divides it up. Yeah. Didn't Sukulo say something about spraying a white, creamy substance? <laughs> now you're talking. I knew he, no, you he said that, that right? Yeah. Yes. So very advanced. You can push six feet right. for every spray. <laughs> Alien really right. on top of it. Mm-hmm. Wow, it six feet makes it almost weight. <laughs> well, it made it weightless for so, six feet. So yeah, there are descriptions of them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Sukula says in Giza, master builders were said to have put a white substance <laughs> on the stone, which you know, master builders. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of syllables similar to words that we like. Yeah, it's um, too common to not be, or too much of a coincidence to not be a thing. Too common of a coincidence. <laughs> no, too common. <laughs> too common a coincidence, yeah. I would say. Um, too common my quinn. Apparently they put this shit on there and it fucking levitated and they could just push the blocks around. For six feet. Well, well they said it, it moved six feet with one push. Right. So, talking about how easy it was. Um but anyway, so that they kind of gloss over, <laughs> glaze yeah, over that yeah. too. Uh, <laughs> we don't know. They don't really talk about it anymore. Yeah. That's one small account. I don't know. I don't even remember. And I, wrote, I took pretty copious notes, but I don't remember where they say this was written down. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe yeah, some yeah, fan just, fiction yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't Slash know. fiction. <laughs> uh, slab fiction. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next thing they go into is Pumapunku and the super intricate carvings into super hard stone. So, uh, Puma Punku, Machu Picchu, these are all places not quite as old, but still way too old to have power tools and things like that. Um, And there's super intricate inside corner carvings and things like that. Now, this is where we get to uh, Philip Coppins again. And he's like, he says, (laughs) even computer systems couldn't work out how to how to uh cut these things when i'm like a computer i think could do a piece of stone with like 20 angles on it i don't think like we have video games that have character models yeah. with 8 trillion polygonal polygonal models from the e. right? <laughs> flying the vector games yeah. yeah the vector graphics games so it is a weird thing that he says that at this point cuz he says uh he's <laughs> he says these angles have mathematical concepts that even we don't use with computers in our modern day. And it literally looks like an H carved the rock. So I'm not sure why that's so complicated. can't have multiple 90 degrees. I, you cannot have multiple right angles. They must have yeah. come from another realm of consciousness. I angles that go into a, a A zone instead of XYZ on a radius of a point of entry. Yeah. That is a great cop in That beats me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that was an interesting statement. Not sure. It's kind of weird to leave it there. But, uh, but, yeah, these are 40 to 50 ton blocks each in Pumapunku. Um, Pumapunku. That sounds like some sort of island somewhere. Probably is. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we would use 
CNC machines today, like that carve things out to a pattern, mm-hmm. and they say even those might not be as perfect, but whatever. Um, this is another one that has possibly been debunked. Now, in the show, I think they say that it's made from not granite, but some like insanely hard rock that you couldn't. And they come. There's an episode later in the series mm-hmm. they talk. They go back to it a few times, and it's since been like the archaeologists are like. No, this is like fucking sandstone. It's not that hard to carve, even with primitive right. tools. So this one, we'll see. Maybe it'll be debunked in a later episode, but mm-hmm. we'll mark it off for now. Um, but anyway, Sukulos does say, it is pretty gnarly. He's like, he's been to the site, and he's like, if you push your finger on the corner, you could cut your finger. It's still so sharp, which is right. pretty gnarly for a couple thousand yeah. years old. But And what was the one where the guy's like shining the light, and he's like, you can't even get light through this, and this thing's here perfect. That was Christopher Dunn, and he yeah, said... That's what he had, the light. <laughs> when down. you put a piece of paper under one edge of this engineer's ruler, you immediately get light, but there's no light coming from inside the edges of the box, and that's pretty impressive. <laughs> But was he on the other side to see the fucking light? Or was he on one side? I'm on all sides at all times. <laughs> I am I'm ascended to the Godhead. Yeah. <laughs> all this time spending in those museum, museums, in those fucking yeah. mummies, in those pyramids. Yeah, inside all the, the mummies. All this time spent inside that mummy. Inside that mummy life. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they go into Machu Picchu next, which has a lot of molten rocks and like pre-planned looking designs and Is shit this where like we're that gonna meet the guy who cuts the fucking stone who pretty sounds soon. like dante pretty soon um but they then go into this whole next chunk could it could they have melted down the stone and formed it with casts basically and so they probably could have but i think his name's hodgkins we'll get to him a little later he says that he has a fucking torch that barely starts melting the surface at 3,000 degrees, and that's a fucking power torch from now. How the fuck did they get something so hot? They literally would have... tor- you need to build a kiln to then get the heat, but right. I've seen some primitive kilns. That and there were. Like, you know. they, said that there's, they said there's designs of like little things casting bricks, in, but I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, whatever. Um, or even grinding it into a slurry, I wonder. Is that like. And maybe then melting yeah, it or something. Yeah. Because, yeah, th- oh, yeah, they do mention that on there where they ground it up and then, you know, po- like pulverize it or something mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. melt it or whatever. Um, but yeah, he's thinking that they're bringing small stones up, melting them down, and cast them into these big mass produced stones that are all similar shaped, so it's easier to build, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and again, this is where he brings up stone is the best way to leave a permanent record. So it's right. like we're constantly kind of like. Proving and disproving ourselves with how humans are, you know, right. or why they. And would it's like a this. human effect, not an alien. Because I'm sure, right. if an alien inspire or whatever, I mean, right. like I'm sure they have advanced metals that right. last far beyond. Stone. Exactly right. So, because now we are using their argument of well, the aliens could just have gnarlier stuff. Why would they use stone? But it's, it's not, more inspiring to right. them, not necessarily. Or they're talking, just use or this. they were talking to us on the, on our level at That's the time, saying, our yeah, primitive yeah. level or whatever. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, where are the tools? Then we go into that drill that we we're talking about. Yeah. We kind of already covered this kind of stuff. But it was Sir Flinders Petrie, his drill. And there's a museum with the granite drill and all this stuff. They didn't know how they carved it out. It must have only been with diamonds. But this is the point that I thought was kind of silly. It was like, but they don't find any diamonds in Egypt. I'm like, well, yeah, because people use the fucking diamonds. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, been, I don't know. Yeah. So there's not Traded, pillaged, all that stuff. As far as I know, and hey, this I could be totally wrong. When I was... Learning about ancient Egypt in school and stuff like that, or in museums and stuff like that, you don't see a lot of jewels. And if, or if there are jewels, it's like bronze and stuff and some gold and like little topaz, like blue right. things, a little more stony kind of stuff. It wasn't mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. rubies and shit like that. Right, right, right. At least that I've seen in like the 
Museum of Natural History in New York and right. stuff they like that. Right, they either got jacked with or they just right. didn't respect that as a stone or something. Right, so, but I do understand the point of like, oh, if you could, if now we can only cut this shit with diamonds, why wouldn't we find diamond tools? But why would you fucking leave a diamond saw when you were right. done building the thing when it was fucking diamonds? You know right, what I mean? Right, so, right. Um, and also, I mean, you probably could cut stuff, but assuming they thought diamonds were insanely valuable too, I don't know. But, yeah, these tools were probably coveted and, you right. know, whatever right why would you leave it so um but yeah chris dunn he does say that the petri core this granite core is very different than one he recreated by drilling at himself he doesn't know how the kind of groove lines get on there so intricately and so evenly and he shows a ruler and they're very like consistently like a mill a couple millimeters apart or some shit and uh and yeah and and He's saying this is the smoking gun that they had must have had highly advanced tech. But he also is the first to say, I don't know what that tech was, though. Right, right. You know? So, um, which is kind of, again, some of these guys are just like us. Where we're like, well, here's some fucking evidence and we can't yeah. explain it, you know. Um, but that's what makes it so fascinating because we do start to right. fill in these things, you know. So the next is something you skipped ahead to before, which is the man, the famous manna machine that fed all the, the Jews that, that made it out of Egypt with Moses through the Red Sea. But then... God got pissed off because they were apparently still worshiping idols or something, or they did mm -hmm. it before. So he cursed them to 40 years. It's a pretty rough fucking sentence. Right. 40 years, even though they were just liberated from slavery. <laughs> yeah. He said, yep, 40 years in the desert. Yeah, frick you. Right. <laughs> you still got to learn your lesson, all right, guys? Okay. This is a closed set. Okay. <laughs> you got to learn that. <laughs> uh, learn the hard way. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, um, the, uh, the book... The Zohar is the big star of this segment. And Not the, Zohar's, the Adam Sandler movie, no, the Zohan. No, that's Don't Mess With The Zohan. But, yeah, probably uh, maybe this is like the female Zohar or Zohan. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I don't know if the Zohar taught Krav Maga like he knew yeah, or anything. Yeah. But, or had a giant foot. penis or something. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, it's a Jewish text. It is commentaries on the Torah, which is the Old Testament, the Jewish Old Testament. And it's the basis for Kabbalah, which fucking... It's like the mystical side of Judaism right, right. and stuff. Um and so it talks about the mana machine being powered by the Ancient of Days, which translates technically to just God, like, the, like which I guess you would call God that too. Um, and, oh, sorry, this is the thing that's described as having many brains, many faces, many cubes, and many sources of light connected to each other. And so there was pictures of this, and there were diagrams of this, I guess, or again, it was the face well, the face was on top and the eyes were heating the stuff and then these two british dudes who have some pretty gnarly scars uh, <laughs> on there a little little foppish uh, yeah. there but they recreate the machine this is the part of the episode that probably has the most leaps to it um because they, they come to the conclusion that mana is this stuff called it's algae called chlorella which is used today but I never know in this episode whether they knew that space programs were making this and reverse engineered it to make it fit this machine. Right. Or if – because they do talk about this producing food, but I don't know if they say in the Bible this was green, dried food whatever, or whatever the yeah. fuck it was. I don't know. Boogers. It was just that God made it rain this food every day except the Sabbath, which they – They had to clean the machine. <laughs> yes. That's, it sounds so trite and stupid, you know, but yeah. it's like, oh, we got to clean the fucking machine, so that's the Sabbath. Yeah, like, the I don't know. Stuff, that's the day for us. Everyone yeah. take a break. Take five. Right. We're going to go clean <laughs> yeah. this. Oh, we'll give you a devil portion Friday. Don't yeah. worry. So, It'll be good. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's it's an interesting concept. Gore, Phil. More like boar, <laughs> Gorsh. This place like shit. Wow. <laughs> this is straight cum. 
<laughs> Gosh, wish I had a hot dog. Sustenance, <laughs> nice. Jeez, old dog. Can't wait till hot dogs are invented. <laughs> sure would enjoy one of them. Only the beef ones, though. <laughs> Gotta keep it kosher. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, this is a real thing. Like, people can apparently survive on this chlorella shit for like weeks or months. I don't know, yep. about 40 years, but. They also say, and nothing else. Like, they can survive on this and nothing else in modern. But I'm like, does that mean no water, too? Like, could they literally, is this, is this you can't live without water either. So, yeah. I'm a, you know, if all there, they was Wasn't it evaporation machines? So, were they yes. sucking water out with this man? They were drying, yes, they were drying the algae out into these chips, basically, that were falling from the sky. Shitty ass chips, a bit yeah. of some guac, yeah. huh? Yeah. At least give me some fucking ranch dip over yeah. here. Come on. Salsa or yeah. something. Classic Israeli Jew voice. <laughs> uh, I guess kind of is. <laughs> um, and Sukalos asks, is history repeating itself? And it's like, I guess, or we could be reverse engineering shit we know now Just to crops. fit yeah, that. Right. You know, so um, still, it is an interesting thing. Like, I do like the, uh, and I want to read them someday, the apocryphal texts of the New Testament and Old Testament, because the, the apocryphal text of the Bible like kind of Catholic version that Catholics like threw out. That's the shit that goes into like, they're like obsessed with the archangels and all like all the shit they did. So they were like the superheroes of it and stuff. That's kind of interesting. But anyway, all this mystical stuff is all the stuff. The church was like, um, this is a little weird. Let's just stick to the main message here. You know? So, um, we're almost starting to wrap this up by going back to Giza, basically going back to the plateau. Um, and, they're wondering why the fuck in the Great Pyramid and the other pyramids there are hieroglyphs and the rooms have paintings and you know that's where the tombs are found and all that stuff. The big Great Pyramid has fucking nothing in artistic in it. It's a couple of shafts that go in there that are too small for someone to walk through. They typical. sent like they sent yeah <laughs> sent robots in there. Again, typical. Got to use a fucking robot for a little okay. DIY pleasure, ah, you know, for that tight shaft. Right. <laughs> robots to climb up my ass about the loads yeah you know um so they're wondering what's its purpose so some people say it was a temple that it's haunted blah 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 um some people believe it's pharaoh's tombs but no bodies were ever found there and then that those same egyptologists or archaeologists go oh well it was to hide the tombs and then we get uh balval on here the egyptologist and he's like why the fuck would you hide the tombs in the biggest the biggest thing in the fucking country. Doesn't, like, why yeah. would that seems weird to do that, which I totally agree with. You know, it's like, why would this be to maybe to protect tombs? But again, never found any evidence of tombs or the offerings that are in all the other fucking sarcophagi in the fucking country. So um, the whole point with this is that they're theorizing that uh, a couple chemicals, I can't remember, I didn't write them down. It's like something, something. But there's a bunch of salt on the walls, like still like clinging to the walls. Right. And they say that this is evidence of like a byproduct of like something chloride and something else, which creates hydrogen. They're saying they made that in the bottom. It all, because hydrogen is lighter than air floats up to the top and the magma and all the, the earth's vibrations mix it all up. And it causes microwave energies to shoot out of these shafts into the sky. But even then Bavel is like, but I don't fucking know why, why would they just shoot it out in the sky Whatever, and then the leaps start happening. Of if you if you put together our theory that the world is a worldwide network of airports, the world is a vampire. We go back to Billy. Yeah. Um, if we if we put that, that's our theory again. The ancient astronaut, you know, theorists. Right. 
oh, then it all fits because they must, this must have been a power station, you know? Again, they're not saying this totally was it. Sugalus is usually the most sure of this stuff. Like, he kind of, like, takes this it evidence. It has to be this. Right. And yeah. he's, he's very, you know, and I guess since he's the guy promoting this, he kind of has to believe it so much. And I, I believe he does. Um, but there's still a lot of leaps. And, again, you can't prove something by a lack of evidence. Right. You know, if you want to be scientific about it. But that's the point of this whole podcast and show is we're fucking, this is all shit that hasn't been explained right, a lot of right, times. So right. what the fuck is it? Yeah. I hope we find, we don't, before we die, we find some of this shit yeah, out. Yeah. You know? um, and then they're wondering what was the energy used for? And they kind of end the whole show with Tesla and his dream of wireless power. Mm-hmm. So he was going to build these fucking towers that basically was Wi-Fi electricity. Like there was going to be no cords for anything. Right. No, it was all just going to be like an antenna and a big source that you just right. like your router Power and your modem up, at yeah. home. Um, but he ran out of money. Some people say Edison was like a mafioso dude and fucked all his plans up. Right. And the whole thing went under before it could get off the ground. So because of Tesla, Childress and Suglos and the rest are saying this could have been the pyramid could have been a power source. And obelisks, all the great obelisks around right, the world, Tesla could have been these in, kind of antennas that Tesla was recreating. Right, you know? right, right. Um, obelisks also tied to the Knights Templar. Yes, exactly. That pieces around that. Right. right. Um, but some of the obelisks in Egypt were from, you know, totally Not these, like thousands BC, yeah, so right. I don't know. But I guess, I mean, I guess it's interesting. There's something about that shape, I guess. I don't know. But they also <laughs> said dick. right. They also <laughs> said some of them were made out of crystal, which I don't, they kind of say it in one sentence. And I'm like, what? Wait, where's a crystal? I don't know where there's yeah. a crystal obelisk yeah. at all, but I'd whatever. I'd love to go sit on it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if we sand off the top a little bit and yeah. round it off, yeah. you know? Get some of that Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> some kind of grease like <laughs> substance. Can't that can heal while it stimulates. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, bring you cream or prostate milk <laughs> <laughs> and leave you to uh, un- unknown ecstasy. <laughs> what if there were some kind of orgasm <laughs> beyond an orgasm that we know today? <laughs> this but, is him on that yeah. video with a helicopter <laughs> yeah, flying yeah, in the background yeah. or some shit. Yeah, I'm that. quoting a video. <laughs> what if our orgasms could exceed some kind of master orgasm in the sky with energy from these obelisks in our assholes. Bye. Classic bit. Yeah. Did you say bye? That was a helicopter. <laughs> that was Childress's old long-term pilot. Yeah. Hapless Henry the helicopter yeah. man. Driving <laughs> on. Saying bye. bye. He always says bye before bye. he flies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's funny though because Childress, every one of his helicopter pilots throws himself out of the helicopter on every mm-hmm. expedition, and he just names the new one yeah. Hapless Harry, right. the helicopter right. pirate. He feeds him some pirate. Yeah, no, uh, I want you yeah. to steal this helicopter no. from this dead body over here, <laughs> this other body, and take this pill and do as I say. <laughs> some kind of mind no. control <laughs> medication. <laughs> Addiction to heroin. I think it's called opiates. Yeah. Opium. And you'll need this to right. live. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, now they're making the leaps that these satellites were there, that the ships would just chill out in the orbit and absorb the microwave power, which they don't really... It's weird because they talk about propulsion systems and all this mm-hmm. shit. I don't really remember microwave power coming in, but 
I don't know. I'm sure we'll explore that on yeah, other, other fucking episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much like the, the big... Con- I mean, this was an hour and a half episode. This is a double yeah. episode, so yeah, the, yeah. the shows probably won't be this long. Right. Or maybe they'll be longer as I'll be more focused yeah. on something. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, this is this is all the concept they're going to explore. We're going to go to places like Easter Island. We're going to go to places like Egypt again. We're going to go to places Florida. Like Florida. We're going to go to places in Utah. Yeah. We're going to go to places like... Easter Island. I don't know. We're, <laughs> we're going to go to places. Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> it's all places I'm going to have to write down because they're all fucking yeah, weird places yeah, yeah. that nobody goes to. Can't afford to go to. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean. Maybe it's... sometime we can go to Joshua Tree and <laughs> see <Yes>. all. <laughs> we do. Hey, Childress, if you got some, hook some brothers up with some free tickets to contact <laughs> in the desert. Maybe a shirt or two. Yeah. Or the upcoming Alien Con in Pasadena that yeah. you guys are headlining. Give us that $593 version, okay? A piece. Right. We want to hang out with you after making fun of you yeah. for a fucking hour and a half. Well, not making fun, having uh, fun right. with. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, again, this is a, the show fucking fascinates me still. Even the stuff that's yeah. been disproven, it's still, it's kind of a show that really is almost a humanitarian show right. where it's like, look at the fucking shit we did. No matter how it's done, right, right. look at the fucking stuff. They still did it. People yeah. did with no power tools or help, or right. you could, and again, we're arguing, maybe they did have some of Yeah, just in general, but human, even then, humans did this. Right, and modern engineers are like, I wouldn't fucking do that now. The guy, the right. Hodgkins guy that was the, the, the stone sculptor by trade, right. he's like, that would take me my whole career to do that one block, not right. let alone the, a billion of those to make a right. fucking pyramid right. or something. Right. So this is the part of the shit that, it, this is the part of the shit that's fascinating, yeah. like the corn and a log. Yeah, like that <laughs> mid shit when you're like, okay, you know mm. that the first part's like, is it a squirter right. or a solid? Right. And then it just keeps going. You're right. like, ooh, this is weird. You're this like, is the meat. It's kind of scratch, It's kind of scratching my butthole a little bit. You know, yeah. it's a little sharp. It felt bigger, but it's not. There's that corn in there. And you know? then you get the sweet release right. of all that liquid, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh this is a liquid The shit. cork There's plops one. out, and that information right. yeah. and shit is flowing. <laughs> Oozing out. And yeah. Then you have to sop it up. Yeah. You don't have to push. fucking hand. Right. <laughs> and then you're compelled to just kind of yes. taste it a little bit. Yeah. Because you know that someday you'll end up with somebody that just controls your life. Maybe it's yeah. Childress. Yeah. Gives you that pill. And he makes, yeah. he's going to make you eat shit someday. Yeah. And yeah. So you better sure. get used to it fucking now. Yeah. So you start saving your toilet paper right. and using it as gum later. Right. You know, on hot summer days. <laughs> right. When it's just been steaming. Yeah. You strain all your water through the toilet yeah. paper. Yeah. And then you can't stop vomiting and or right. shitting and right. then just making more of it. So right. you're just this constant machine that's living yeah. in a cycle. And pretty much, probably within a week, you'd probably die yeah. from your own shit. <laughs> So this uh, joke really goes nowhere. Yeah. But um, <laughs> for a while, yeah, <laughs> it's the best. It's best, the best we for got. a while, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll be back next time with this episode two, which I don't know the fucking name. Of, but this has been probing ancient aliens with Joey and Steve. <laughs>